You're listening to Podford Game Club. If you're interested in more Podford content, check out our other episodes, including this week's number 23. It goes a little something like this. Oh, right. I forgot. It's March Madness. It's my time to shine. And I'm feeling yeah. insane. Grr, March Madness. We're all mad. Wait, what do you mean you're all mad? What does that mean? Because we're pissed off. I thought you'd know you're a basketball player, right, Joe? Shut up and listen. We're going over the city of Jasperton, North Carolina versus Terry the Bear. Settle down. Settle down. Oh, I love this case. Shut up. Over there. Who said that? Hey, hey guys. Hey. I'm just really excited about boats. Yeah. Great to find like-minded people. Oh, yeah. Real good. You guys want to just dive right in and look at the boat today? Oh, yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Would love that. Yeah. All right. Today's boat is the cobble. Oh, that's Very a real nice. boat. Right. That's a real nice boat, yeah. Uh, welcome to the big game or whatever. Oh, sure, yeah. sure, Beth. I'll turn the mic on. Sorry about that. Here I go, flipping the wire on. Now the entire stadium can hear me. Welcome to the huge game, everyone. Uh, take a look at Joe down there. Sure does look like an idiot. You're listening to Podford University, a part of the Greenlit Podcast Network. You can find this and other great podcasts at greenlitpodcast.com. And now, let's check in with some of the students. Beth, what are you doing outside the uh, arcade? Oh, hey, Beth. We don't... Oh, we don't have to show you the IDs? Good. Good, yeah. Can you make change for a dollar? Oh, you can? Oh. Yeah, I'd love to get this this $100 bill that Vin's dad gave me converted to quarters. Joe, that's a lot. That's She definitely doesn't have that many. Yeah, she just said $1. Oh, oh, my God, she does. Oh, my God, she does. Whoa. Yeah, look at that. Okay, all right, I'm going inside. Thanks, Beth. Ooh, pull up to the old arcade here to see what games they have this week. Still all of them. They still have all of them, wow. Oh, they have Grumbo's Nasty Revenge. <laughs> oh, check it out. It's Renaissance Factory 48. Huh, I haven't played that one. Well, do you guys just want to spin the wheel and just play whatever comes up again? Fine. By wheel, I mean pick at random. Yeah, let me just blindfold... Brandon, you want to do the honors? Blindfold, put on the blindfold and just grab grab one of these games and then we'll all play it together. Sounds good. Putting on the metal blindfold. All right. Spin. There's nothing to spin. Just oh, just, yeah. just pick that a was, game. Oh, just okay, just, uh, okay, here we go. What is it? Undertale. Oh, Undertale. Oh, Undertale. Delightful. Let me see. Let me see that thing. Undertale. A small child falls into the underground where monsters have long been banished by humans and are hunting every human that they find. The player controls the child as they try to make it back to the surface through hostile environments, all the while engaging with a turn-based combat system with puzzle-solving and bullet-hell elements, as well as other unconventional game mechanics. Sweet. Well, don't mind if I do. I'm going to play first. Give me that thing! No, I want to play first. No, no, no! Uh, we can play together. Joe, no, 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 give me! Joe, hand Brad in the controller. If it doesn't have batteries, then I don't think he's playing. Here. Brandon, this controller definitely works. Oh, neat. Got him. Hey, Vin, this controller definitely works. Hey, wait a minute. was fun before we get into undertale i just want to say yeah that i figured out 
that I could just fire some army guys to get enough resources back to get past the death screen and yes, your grace. Did you beat it? No, because then I ran out of resources. (laughs) 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 So I'd have to do it again, but... Okay. (laughs) So I'm just saying, sorry, apologies to the devs for making it seem like there's a dead end. Does it affect your score of a... Nine nine out of ten, I believe. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the correction segment of Podford Game Club. Uh, let's move on to the task at hand. My name is Joe, and I played Undertale to completion. My name is Brandon, a freshman who played Undertale to completion. My name is Vin, and I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> you didn't play, or I didn't finish. <laughs> I think right off the bat, I want to know how far Vin got. Yeah, I think that's. I feel like he's start. been been holding those cards pretty close to his chest, pretty close <laughs> to his chest. Vin, I really want to play know. more than thirty minutes of Undertale. Yeah, I played. Where okay. in the game did you stop? So my hours played is not going to reflect where I stopped in the game. Mm-hmm. Do you just want to get right into my playthrough first kind before of. you guys talk about your? Yeah. Yeah, oh, I beat the game. I want to talk about it now. <laughs> um, I beat it, and I beat it. This is me so, bragging the whole <laughs> 45 minutes. I beat it. That was my impression of you. I didn't actually beat it. Yeah, no, I'm hurt. So That hurt. In the first, like when you first meet Toriel, mm-hmm. and she takes you through the puzzle with her, like you don't have to solve it. The tutorial? <laughs> yeah. Oh, nice. She leaves you and says, stay in this room. (laughs) There are puzzles ahead that I haven't taught you for, taught you yet. So I was like, all right, they probably put in something cool where if you stay in the room, like she'll come back and you'll get an achievement or something. Mm -hmm. I was there for about five minutes and I realized she wasn't coming back. So I went through the next room and then she texts you and she's like, you didn't leave the room, did you? So I was like, oh, okay, there's definitely going to be a secret thing. I went back into the room, (laughs) and I I went on Tinder for a little bit, (laughs) made dinner, came back like an hour and a half later, and my character was just still there. Nothing happened. Wait, so that's where you stopped? No, 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 no. Because that's like seven minutes in. (laughs) (laughs) Seven minutes in, but I I played for an hour and a half Sure, 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 sure. So, yeah. so I went, keep going. Yeah, sorry. I made it out of the ruins. Or so you you go to her house then and she makes you the pie. Mm-hmm. And she's like, don't leave your room. So I did the same thing. I went on <laughs> Tinder, hung out in the room. <laughs> and then I went down into the basement and she like comes and catches you and is like, don't like get back upstairs. <laughs> so I went back upstairs. <laughs> And uh, yeah, I stayed up there for a while. And then when you have to fight her to get out of the ruins. Okay, so you did persist and trigger that fight. Okay. Eventually. I eventually fled and she's like, see, go back to your room. So I went back to my room and I went back to bed. <laughs> and then the game literally was like, you have to, like, you have to wake up and go. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. I wonder I wonder besides you how many people have actually been able to trigger that response. <laughs> I don't know. So I'm about 2 hours in at this point. What's the opposite of a speed run? Vin Vin doing this. 
That's it. <laughs> so so you, so you I, never left the house? Is that what you're saying? No. So I was like, all right, if you're telling me I have to leave, I guess nothing cool is going to happen and I can't just stay here with Toriel and eat the pie like I was promised and like she wanted me to do. Right. And like what I wanted to do. Sure, sure, sure. So? So I did the, uh, I, was, I didn't kill any monsters, obviously. So I did the battle with her and I kept saying, like, kept sparing until she just lets you go. Okay. And then I met I met those two dumb skeletons. Okay. Relax. I met the dog guy. Met the dog in the armor? Yeah. He has like a sword. Okay. He's a guard. Right. Le- that lesser dog? Lesser dog sounds right. Maybe. And then shortly after that is probably when I stopped. You didn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't you didn't do anything. I am surprised you saw the snow palette based on what you said. It just Based on your Slack messages, it's that is the beginning of the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so this is the inevitable meat and potatoes of the Podford Game Club uh, version of Undertale, or the Undertale Podford Game Club, I should say. Vin hated it. I, <laughs> I super disliked this game. Yet I had the determination to see it through. Brandon, where are you at? One of my favorites. I've played this game twice. Not for this. I've just I've played this game when it launched, and then I bought it for my Switch. Um, played it a bit, and then I replayed it like a few months ago to completion. I love hey, this. That's game. great. It's very much my. Shit. It's your jam on a beep lo- podcast. I love it. Sorry. Yes. Well, no, because like you know, someone might be listening to that. Like it's his what? <laughs> yes. What is it? I love it. It's so good and weird and. I love the story. It's very cute and nice and everything looks good and the music is really great. Keep going. I mean, I don't know. Where do you want to do? We want to. I was going to say, like, in order to be structured about this game that we have very disparate feelings about, uh, Brandon was nice enough to put some notes notes together to uh, break up the chat. So, Oh, wow. Look at that peek behind the curtain. Yeah. Are you saying you want to talk about the battle system of undertale oh, oh yeah that'd be uh fantastic if we talked about the uh battle system so go ahead brandon the battle system out of you know everything in the game is not my favorite i don't <laughs> what i mean yeah i don't think i i think that's a pretty common opinion about undertale even with people that like it it's not you know Especially when you get to bosses, it's pretty tedious. Especially right. if you're doing a pacifist run. Mm-hmm. There's so many extra A presses, and uh, so, you always have to target the monster, even if there's only one monster. It's so many extra button presses. It's it's one. <laughs> it's annoying. <laughs> <laughs> well, they add up, Brandon. So yeah, the okay. pacifist run. So basically, you can play this game one of two ways. Mm-hmm. Um, one is, I think they call it just the genocide run. Where you kill everything in sight. Yeah, well, three ways, right? That's one. Well, you, you can do neutral, right? And then pacifist is you don't kill anything. You try to talk your way out of things, or you know, to solve your way out of fights by. Doing Let, cute let's talk things. about the pac- pac- pacifist run a little bit. That is what Torio tells you to do. Yeah, she says monsters aren't for hitting or whatever. She's a monster, I guess. Now, Vin, if you do want to be sort of a submissive tool you could say that the first uh character that you encounter kind of tells you the opposite of what toriel tells you 
And he says, Oh, Flowey. Flowey says, it's killer be killed down here. So you just, you just chose one person's advice over another. Well, that's what he said. But then he also, you can't trust that guy because he pretended to be a cool flower. And then he ended up being mean. Uh, Vin, are you judging flowers by their covers? No, but the flower does turn out to be mean like right away. No, yeah, he's yeah. right. You know, <laughs> he's right. So I wouldn't listen to anything that flower said. No, no, your instincts were correct to not trust the flower. There wasn't any sort of rug pulled out from under I don't for that one. think I'm a wiener. I don't think I could have. I mean, it's significantly harder to play this game as a pacifist. Wait, so you didn't play it as a pacifist? At no, first? I did. Okay. I've never Good. done um I've never done a run where I've like killed things. My first time ever playing when the game was launched, I didn't know what the deal was and I actually like, like just beat Toriel. <laughs> <laughs> felt so felt so bad. Did she actually die if you like I can't remember fighter. if she died, but you restart but the game remembers even if you restart. Huh. That comes into play later too. There is a Mm-hmm. You can't load and reload your save cleanly. It kind of knows. It always remembers. Yeah. It always remembers, God. Which is kind of cool. It's it is cool. I want to get I want to get my general feelings out on the table before we move further. I would never play this again ever. Um I would say that like the general experience I had going from start to finish was just pure tedium. Like it's it just felt it just felt bad to spend time with to me. Mm-hmm. Now that being said, can't stress it enough. Just didn't like playing it. That being said, it doesn't mean that there wasn't interesting stuff happening. You know, like I'm, it's it's a difficult distinction for me to make, or or it's a difficult distinction for me to articulate to say that like I hated holding the controller and playing this game so much, <laughs> but <laughs> but like it did. It wasn't like playing. Outriders, which is some, which is a game I've referenced recently as being so painfully contrived by suits in a in a meeting, mm-hmm. boring. You know, it doesn't have that thing going on, which is worse, I think. I guess, I mean, yeah, that's definitely worse. It is worse. Right? Yeah, I, I agree. I think the game is great, and I would just never want to play it. It's just so unfun to play. <laughs> the battle. See, I think like, I just the like, battle system. Yeah. The battle, I mean, I don't love bullet hell stuff. I mean, I do like it, but I mean, it gets to a point where it gets so difficult here. It gets so difficult to the point where I'll give Toby Fox credit for harping on the determination factor of his storyline. Because at some points, you really need to say like, all right, I'm going to try that again. Jesus Christ. Like, But he does, you're, you're right though, he does harp on the determination factor to a point where, I mean, for me anyway, where I'm just like, you know what, I do need to stick to it. Like, no, I'm agreeing with you, for <laughs> sure. Know, yeah. yeah. I, I don't hate, I know Joe, I mean, I know we talked, you hate bullet hell. <laughs> Right, I do. I mean, I don't think I've ever willingly played a game that has that mechanic before. I don't yeah. think I hate it. Like, like, like you know, I do. I love a, I love a Galaga. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, it does get again. I think it's just with the boss battles where it gets really tedious. It like that respond very well. Like, and the, I think that's part of the it. heart you move around. The, it is on an analog, like a D pad. It's all purposeful. Like it all seems like. Everything seems so like Toby Fox. Like it, it all seems so calculated. Just every I everything. I have been in 
I have been in rock bands in high school where everything was calculated and like I didn't have a job or a family at that point and I thought about every single note I played on the guitar and the stuff we, we were making was garbage. You know what I mean? So like I I liken a young developer like Toby Fox, he put this out when he was like 21 or something, to to that where it's not to say that this is garbage the way my high school band was garbage. I, I don't right, I, I don't actually sh- think that. But there is some element of that like first passion project effect and happening. I, I think, think we should put it out there that yeah, you get but I mean the general consensus is that I mean this game I don't think anywhere has gotten less than a nine out of ten. <laughs> that might be true. Right. I have heard it's, some uh, contrarian points about it though. And I and I actually looked some up only to like make sure I'm not crazy. And the fan base for this is rabid and a little intense, which was why I was a little bit nervous that we were going to record this because <laughs> I feel like maybe halfway there I was like, man, should we not, should we have done this later before we just come out our second episode with, you know, like, this is us like, we're like, we, we review TV shows and sex, second episode, we're like, you know what TV shows dog, <laughs> Dr. Who. <laughs> <laughs> sucks and then i like know. this game though i just don't like playing it yeah right. and I, I i do think that is an that's an important <laughs> distinction to make and no absolutely it's like I'll, I'll be honest i you'll really probably never see me putting a beatles record on mm-hmm. yeah i don't yeah, i don't think i've ever done that it's not because i think they suck you don't or have something. a record player it's because i don't have a needle for my record player <laughs> thank you ben <laughs> All right, let's go to point number two. Well, we didn't really, we didn't really do the battle system, but okay. Well, okay, so the battle system is essentially like if you're, uh, did we all do pacifist? Yeah. Well, not that we have to describe the battle system. I was going to say, do we have any more thoughts on it? Because I was going to touch on what Vin said a little bit more. I I don't. I mean, the responsiveness of you moving the heart around agreed that it didn't feel right and it was because very the game is built as if you have a snes controller in your hand and it's yeah. only uh quadridirectional however you say it so the fact that you have an yeah. xbox thumbstick the game doesn't really care it's sort of not reacting to that and i used my d-pad when i was playing on my switch did you mm-hmm. god that sounds brutal yeah <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, but the game looks that way, and it just felt right. I don't know. No, no, no. You know and, I mean? <laughs> and, you, and I think it's again built for that. So you probably chose correctly. But that just sounds tough. What else were you going to say? I think I cut you off. No, that was it. Okay. Sorry, man. Now I can move on to point number two. Have you guys played Hyperdot? No. No. It's I've only played two games: like... Yes, Your Grace and Undertale. Mm-hmm. <laughs> only two games I've ever played. Two. Oh look, Hyperdot is over here. We should play it. <laughs> waddle, waddle, waddle. All it is is like. You're, you play as a little dot in a big circle and stuff flies at you and you have to avoid it. I guess it's bullet hell in the way that Galaga is or whatever. But it's all like so predictable and laser accurate, all of your movements. And then I was playing that and then I go to this and it's like, man, mm-hmm. they kind of just want you to die and then play it a second time instead of like predicting the movements of these things that are but, flying at your I heart. mean, to be fair, Vin, if you got farther than the first, like, area... <laughs> which I, I think... You got to the second. No. You got past the house, which I don't... I'm not going to count as an area. Well, every walkthrough does, Brandon, so... <laughs> Did you check out a walkthrough for the house? Yeah. 
Because I wanted to see if I could stay there and just eat the pie. <laughs> um, we have here written, there are no rewards for good boys who listen to Toriel. I'm inclined to agree with Vin for a game whose defining characteristic is playing with your expectations, I guess. Although this is an example where our expectations were toyed with. It seems like... yeah. I'll say, uh, let me preface that point with Undertale's best feature for me is that the way video games in general tend to be templatized where you have your overworld and then this is the battle screen and then this is what the reward screen looks like. There's really none of that. Even right down to like towards the end of the game, your opponent is destroying the UI on the screen. Very cool. Yeah. Oh, that last... Super cool. It doesn't matter if we jump around, but yeah, that, that last battle is... Very cool. One, one of my favorite. So because there's so much attention to detail of like every moment of the game feels very like thoughtfully scripted. I agree that uh, Vin trying to break it wasn't rewarded more. Not to harp on it, but <laughs> I am surprised to hear that there wasn't more of an Easter egg there for you. Yeah. Unless there isn't. It's like two days you have to wait in the room or something. <laughs> there's a new There's a new one in... Um, for Xbox, there's a new Easter egg. It's um, Joe. Do you remember yeah. that r- room um, where you're? It's like all it, it. It's like it's pretty late in the game. It's like almost like that. It's like that hospital kind of area. I'm I'm blanking on it a bit. Okay. It's you're you're going through it. It's just you know the people in like tubes and things like that. I forget. It's kind of like a almost like a lab. I remember the ghost area. Is that what you mean? Maybe that's it. It's like a lab. I, I'm sorry. I'm blanking on it a bit. But anyway, it's like that lab area, and if you like, if your controller gets disconnected, mm-hmm. something comes up on screen where it's like your head's been disconnected, your arm's been disconnected, your other arm's been disconnected, and it just like, but they just he just put it in for the Xbox. Version. Can you not disconnect on PlayStation and and whatnot? Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure you can, but this was just added for yeah, the yeah, Xbox yeah, version. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Interesting. I did happen to play on Switch this time. Um, just I happened to have it already purchased. Regrettably. <laughs> Wasted all that money. <laughs> hey, it's an affordable game. I'll give it that. If we're not giving, even if you don't like it, if we're not giving money to people like Toby Fox, oh, we're going to keep getting dog I said, like I out, said. Outriders or whatever. <laughs> yeah, no, I I agree, man. I agree. <laughs> to be clear, I said Wasted as in it came to Game Pass. And, and Joe has Game Pass. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I feel like I'm not going to name arcade has game names of games yeah. that I've bought, but like, I, so if an indie game is getting generally good reviews. I'll spend 15 20 bucks on it oh, even if it's not definitely. even if it's not something I'm going to play right away or even ever. I'm just like, well, let's just make sure we keep getting these cuz for the most part that's what I play. Yeah, no, no, that's that's cool. And I agree this this game Undertale deserves the fan base. Let me get let me make sure that that is painfully clear. This this game deserves the fan base. The Montreal Expos deserved their fan base, fan base, but I ain't rooting for them. Hey, I get that reference. <laughs> I don't think that team's <laughs> around anymore. <laughs> yeah, that was a poor uh, choice. Yeah, I mean, in this, Baltimore Orioles. <laughs> it, it's just it's it's very up my alley. I mean, you know, the, it's I mean, and he's been pretty open about it that it's super influenced. Like at least the writing is super influenced by like Earthbound. Yeah, the Earthbound inspiration is is obvious up front, and I'll say that <clears throat> that Earthboundiness is what made me on my first playthrough like four years ago, whenever I got it, 
it's what made me start attacking things just because like I wasn't thinking critically about this game being different. Yeah. I just was like, okay, this is like an earthbound, you know, this is the Stardew Valley I mean, of earthbound. Yeah. Well, that's why I essentially played, you know, when I fought Toriel that first time I played. Yeah. I mean, and I think that's, uh, yeah, it's a re- really interesting. It is part, it's part of the genius of it that there is this almost Pavlovian thing that we all have with with a game with this ui and and look that you just think you think you know how to play it when you start it up you know yeah, yeah. you have to spare toriel like 10 times before <laughs> that fight is over as someone who's like can i play pacifist it, you'd have to you probably would have to look it up to see if you could not know anything else about the game right that's because fair. it yeah it very much makes it seem like you have to kill her yeah which is cool yeah well, if anyone I, got that pacifist without looking it up, congratulations. I I forget how I got it. I didn't look it up. I don't know. I think it was talking to someone. I think, I don't know. I think I just felt so, they make you feel so guilty. When? For hurting characters. When? Like the Toriel thing. Like I felt so guilty. I felt terrible. Did something like say something on the screen? Like I don't, no, I don't remember how that her, plays No, it was just hurting her, but I didn't know what else to do. Like I didn't want to hurt, you know what I mean? Like I just did, but like they make you feel like she was going to bake you a pie and she took you in and took care of you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And also the fact that EXP in this game doesn't stand for experience points, which Flowey says I pretty forget, early. I forget what the yeah, uh, ex- ex- execution points. Oh, that's yeah. why I got zero XP for every fight. <laughs> Well, you get gold if you do. If you're doing a pacifist run, like I mean, I had no, I had zero XP at the end of the, the game. Whole yeah. Game, yeah, and that that's what makes it so much harder. Is you're not getting stronger. You're 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 not getting more life. Do you know that Toriel won't kill you? Yeah, which makes the pacifist part easier because her attacks just they're not accurate. Once your health gets down to one, it just goes around your heart. There's like a <sighs> yeah. I just kept. Mm-hmm. I kept hitting her that first time. <laughs> you bet. <laughs> I didn't know what to do. <laughs> yeah, you? I mean, listen, this is even just talking about it now. I, I do appreciate everything that was built. Oh, um, yes, yeah. let's. Pretty impressive. Go stuff. into violent versus pacifist play. Question. Welcome to the next segment the called next "Violent versus point. Pacifist Play," which is pretty much something we were just yeah, talking we've... about, but now it's official. <laughs> Have you guys played Bioshock? Yeah, I love yeah. Bioshock. Big fan. Do you remember when? Well, I've only played. I've only played Yester Grace and Undertale. Oh right, right. I would Have love Bioshock heard? just hearing the name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds like whoa, like. Bzz, yeah, right? Do you remember in this hypothetical world where we may have played it, Fontaine, uh, when you first meet a big daddy and a little sister, and he's like, "Those are the little sisters. They harvest the atom of rapture, uh, whatever you think they are." They're not little girls anymore. Like, if you kill them, you'll get more stuff. Obviously, yeah. Fontaine being a bad guy. Yeah, yeah. But it was like, I'm not going to kill this little girl. Couldn't do it. Could <laughs> not do it. The same thing in Undertale. Like, I'm not going to kill this frog. Like, this little frog hops up to you. <laughs> I'm not going to kill that frog. Yeah, even place f- that game is like, I got to kill this frog. Well, and then, like, I mean, let's look at some of the, the enemies, just not all of them. Some of them do look like enemies. But a lot of them, like, don't, don't, and I mean, they're especially, you know, like Vin, you said the frog, and then you know who I really liked was, um, I'm looking at him right now. The dog is a good example. The dog is a great example. 
the big armored dog big, and big juicy smile on his face. <laughs> um, yeah, and Washua, just a great name. I forget what that is. He's like that robot that's holding his head, but in his helmet, it's like a rubber ducky and like a little bath. <laughs> yeah. And he just he's trying to clean you, right? Right. And you just have to like talk to him. Yeah. And Aaron, the like merhorse who just like loves to flex. Mm-hmm. You have to get to like a flexing contest with him until he flexes away. Sounds like you're starting to talk about favorite anime monster character, which is the next bullet point. Um, wow. I'm not fine. This is good. We're making it seem natural. I like this. <laughs> <laughs> One of us just pulling it back into the predetermined segments that just aren't panning out. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is what people like. <laughs> we spent six minutes filling out these outlines. <laughs> All right. So who's your favorite? My favorite character. I mean, yeah. Go ahead. No, 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 no. I want to hear Brandon's first. I mean, my favorite enemy is for sure Washua, just because the name is very good. It's a washing machine robot, and it's it's, it's like Joshua. Yeah, yeah, that is funny. I didn't put that together somehow. <laughs> that is good. <laughs> I, I also really like M- Metaton. Okay. I, I think that's a, a fun is that character. His actual name? Isn't that a Pokemon? Is it? Is Metaton is a Pokemon, right? Or is the name wrong? Wait a second. Maybe Hold not. On. We start a lawsuit. Metatron. Metatron. No, that's not Pokemon either. Okay. Magneton? Magneton. There Magneton. it is. Magneton. Magneton. What am I? Magneton. 48 years old? Please. Yeah, I think the Met- Metaton story is really cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I love Papyrus and Sans. I think they're a lot of fun. They have good jokes. Oh, mm-hmm. Sans talks in... Uh, Comic Sans. Papyrus definitely talks in papyrus as well mm-hmm. that's fun it's clever yeah it's yeah. a lot of fun i like Wimson. he was my favorite i have to look that up i don't he's the one in the ruins obviously who's <laughs> too scared uh-huh. and it wait did you get to the ruins the ruins is the opening oh that's the opening okay i was like i thought you were just like me yeah i beat it <laughs> i beat the ruins Wimson is and good you try to console it but it runs away yeah. i'm like I'm not gonna, nice. I'm doing a pacifist run. Come back and let me console you. He's <laughs> like, no, that's enough. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I, I like Alphys, if that's the right pronunciation. I have a, I have a, I have a yeah, feeling. Alphys, she's good. I have a feeling that's probably more, more on the annoying scale for many folks. But Alphys, yeah, yeah, I could see that. But I, I, I'll, I'll have to admit, admit that I had a couple cackles at some of the writing. For her the game is funny yeah it's 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 pretty funny yeah yeah i like the ghost who makes a hat too he there's wants a ghost to show you their hat character later on i wait actually i don't know finn if you got to, well, you can go into the ghost room and like hang out is it the same ghost and like listen to their music i think it look it looks like the same ghost yeah 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 oh i guess kind of mind ru- I just Some got a Rush game. Limbaugh ad on the wiki for Undertale. <laughs> that that's, that's, that's a lot of that's a that's a lot of fun. <laughs> if you hear my fan going on my computer, it's because I also went to the Undertale wiki. Every wikia, every fan wiki is like absurd. Mm-hmm. I yeah, it's just, they're always insane. <laughs> it's more than running. It's harder to run Crisis than it is to run any page in a fandom wiki huh 
I'm looking at. Sorry, I, I, no, I'm looking at the go. wiki, and and there's a character I wasn't familiar with, and it's only it says it's in the Switch version, but it's a secret mini boss. Who is it? Uh, <gasps> Mad Mew Mew. Let me see. Link me to that sucker. Mm-hmm. Linking. That Mad Mew Mew is the character in an anime that Alphys refers to, I believe. I should believe. Oh, is that Mew twice? I definitely didn't see this character. No. Yep, you're right about Alphys. Yeah, there's many references to Mew Mew. Uh huh. Yeah, that's that. Yeah, you're right. That that anime she talks about. Hmm. Well, there was a. It looks like I'm gonna replay. <laughs> wow. There's a. There's a joke where you're going through the hot lands onto those tiles that propel you, whatever direction is oh, on yeah. the tile. And every few steps, you're being stopped. Because uh, your character is reading Alphys's like Facebook profile mm-hmm. status updates, and I really liked that most of them were like, "Well, I guess I better call her and tell her how to navigate the Hotlands." Lol. Yeah. And then you would get a phone yeah. call from Alphys. Get yeah. a couple chuckles. It's a good, on jo- that. It's a good, good joke. That's good. Some of the jokes are very solid. Nice job, Toby. Speaking of nice job, Toby, which is our new uh, Potford Game Club award that we'll be giving to things that are good, very good music. Oh, yeah. The music is very professionally put together. Very, very, very competent, competently crafted compositions. I looked him up. He made the music for Pokemon Sword and Shield as well. He did. Some yeah. of it, right? I guess he worked on it. Which is crazy that he came from just like doing this game on his own, like an unknown, and then they asked him to do the music for Pokemon. That is wild, yeah. You, you really think cool. that, uh, that, position would have been filled already yeah well especially like nintendo being so i feel like they're very straight laced and strict and incestual i thought you were gonna say well yeah right i mean yeah sure at any rate i don't have anything more interesting to say about the music but it was impressive yeah impressive impressive soundtrack for as much as i just like playing it i did like listening to it Previously, in Zelda 2, on Chat of the Wild. Until you get to the elevator. Hey, where you going? Right. I'm on it. I'm like, stay away from me, and you and your little flamies. <laughs> he just chases you. I'm like, uh, I'm like, run, 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 run. I love that idea. It's like, we have this whole grand adventure where we're building ourselves up, and every time we get in the palace, we're like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. Like, just running through. That's Chat of the Wild, Wednesdays on the Greenlit Podcast Network. How does Bloodborne stack up against, say, Oregon Trail? And is Bomberman just Loadrunner from a different point of view? Find out on Hardcore Gaming 101's Top Games, where we objectively, definitively, and scientifically rank the games you nominate for our ever-growing list. HG 101's Top Games, twice a week, every week, right here on Greenlit. Here's... One thing. Yeah, please. T- talk talk to us about... Just want to now that, now that there's um, more people coming into the uh, arcade, um, you know, we better get move on with this chat because it's getting crowded in here. Yeah, but yeah. I just... The battle system... This probably... This quote Jeez. probably would have been better under the battle system. Oh, do you want me to cut and paste it into that segment? Or? <laughs> oh, that would be great, Joe. Oh, yeah. You know how when you're in a body of water in Pokemon and you're like... 
this is gonna suck because a whole bunch of tentacruels are gonna pop up yes and there's no way to avoid it you're gonna have to fight 100 tentacruels on your the way to your destination sure 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 that feeling is how i felt the entire time playing this game <laughs> because but, monsters can pop up at any moment there's I, no like set area for them to pop up so vin doesn't play jrpgs yeah i was about to say i mean I, it's a very I, normal I, I, feeling yeah also, i mean i feel like that's very common right i don't think you can can that be counted as a fault for this game if that's just I, a not probably fault, not. something i don't like yeah because yeah. in pokemon yeah, yeah. i can get right. back on land and not go into grass and i'll be okay very and true. then like there's areas where you have to cross the grass or whatever but i felt like that would have been a better system well i'm not gonna yeah like brandon said just it's such a jrpg overtly jrpg homage that the random encounter thing is very much expected um mm-hmm. i think that yeah that boils down to just personal preference and you being wrong and having no determination <laughs> If there's one thing this game has showed me is that I don't think Vin has determination. <laughs> <laughs> I, what are you talking? I spent three hours in that house. Hey, speaking of determination, determined. just feels like the right moment to talk about the end of the game, where your determination comes into play. Oh yeah, we're gonna use Vin as the audience foil and tell him about it because uh, that's perfect because he doesn't know about it. So Vin, you ready for this? Yeah, I'm ready. At Vin's the end ready. of the game, Brandon, cut in whenever you want. Mm. At the end of the game, when you make it to the castle, is it Asgore's castle? Yep. Who is the king of the underworld, of the underground, I should say. Spoiler, Toriel's husband. <gasps> they don't live together? Long story. Long story. Asgore snores. Okay. Not so, not so long, I guess. Okay. So you make it to the castle, and who other but Sans is, is waiting there for you? And he's like, basically, I'm here to read you your sins and if you do the pacifist route he goes you didn't kill anybody you have zero experience and experience stands for execution points as brandon mentioned basically says like good on you and then you get past sands you enter the throne room asgore's there and he's like you know basically i've been waiting for you he's super nice to you there's an adjacent room actually with uh, a row of coffins one of them has your name on it Mm -hmm. they're all human uh, humans that he's killed Mm mm-hmm and actually, I guess we shouldn't skip over that because I don't even know if you got to that plot point. But they're uh, there. The monsters are killing humans, trapping their souls uh, so that they can use those souls to escape the underground and, you know, get into the real world more or less. And for whatever reason, they need seven of them. I, guess, I don't know if that number is explained necessarily. So you're the seventh. There's a good number. Um, yeah, there's six other coffins in that room and they're presumably filled with other human souls. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Asgore's there. He says he's waiting for you. The the feeling in the room is very much one of of going through the motions where he seems reticent to fight you, but almost just like he's got to. Yeah. You know? He's is that very, different? He's very nice to you. Pace time, pacifist. Very nice. Um I don't know. I guess I wouldn't know how it is on the other one, but he is very kind to you and other than striking you yeah yeah i mean he doesn't really want to but he knows he he pulls a trident on you so yeah (laughs) um and it's at that point that he he, yeah he whips out this trident and then destroys the mercy button when the battle kicks off which is very cool so the four buttons on the on the footer of the screen become three instead (gasps) oh no does that mean you can't pacifist him you can't spare him 
you um, have to fight but, it. But I mean, you you can't spare him through the menu. Rather, you can't click the spare button on the menu. Mm-hmm. Um, at that point, you do the act button, which if you're doing pacifist run, you've been doing all along. Um, and this is where I mean, I played this, and he counts for you. I played this one like 15 times, and it became clear that I only had to play it like four times because, and this was very frustrating because I didn't know that you have to, you have to fight him. Yeah. I, yeah, same. So (laughs) that became very, that became the point where I was like, come on, I've been trying to give you the benefit of the doubt, Toby Fox. Now you pull this on me, brother. Got your friggin' ass. Yeah, he did. He got my friggin' ass. So what, um, I see here on the wiki, it says that, Azrael, the sun, is the final boss of the true pacifist route. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's after? It's it's pretty wild how you get there. Yeah. It's pretty wild. So th- everything that Brandon and I are talking about so far is presented to you as the end of the game, right? As I mentioned, you you are are acting and, and dodging him, uh, Asgore, uh, you know, for what felt like endless amounts of rounds to the point where I was like, what am I doing wrong? You know? Mm-hmm. Um, and also Vin, what's cool is every time you die and I'm sure there's like a story explanation for this line of dialogue, but every time you die and come back and, and, and face him again and try again to get past him, he says, or you say, you know, you tell Asgore that you've, that he's killed you three times already. And then he nods or something, you know, he, he acknowledges it. So I, I wonder what I wonder what that is. I don't I didn't totally understand that Wait, from a ben, story are perspective. Ready? Are you ready for this though? Yeah. Do you know who Azrael is? The flower. Yeah, baby. <laughs> it said it on the yeah, baby. <laughs> and that battle freaking slaps. Yes. It's so cool looking. You finally get past Asgore and then Flowey confronts you. And then wait, wait. How do you finally get past them? You, you have if you, you have to click the fight button and attack mm-hmm. Asgore, which again, that's See, that's why I got frustrated because I I kept dying because I didn't know that you know I had to look it up that you you have to attack him. So once you attack him and and that makes it so much easier. Uh, he eventually goes down. You don't get him to zero HP or whatever you know. However they denote it, uh, but you know a cutscene happens. You spare him, or you can choose to spare him. And you're then confronted by Flowey, who's like, guess what? I just killed Asgore. You're like, no, <laughs> all that time and effort. And then you killed him. And then, Vin, here's the piece de resistance of, of Undertale. They ditch the 8-bit thing, and the battle with Flowey is like, I don't know, other video game visual aesthetic. <laughs> it's, it's really crazy. Yeah, looking. look look up, a, look up a screenshot of it. It's pretty wild looking. Huh. Yeah. It's also like pretty terrifying yeah it's got like a little that screen on flowey's head yeah yeah of like just that man screaming sorry i talked so much it's a really cool final battle essentially yeah but if i can succinctly wrap it up for vin you do fight flowey and the way the battle unfolds is that you're then using the six other human souls that were captured uh you're you're using or rather, they're helping you to defeat Flowey. They're they're giving you uh, health so that you can heal yourself. And they're you know he didn't he didn't see that coming. Flowey didn't see that coming. Yeah, he so. didn't see that friggin' coming. Does Toriel come back after you beat it, true pacifist, and say like, "Hey, you want more mm-hmm. butterscotch pie?" Uh, not the pie part, but there's quite a bit of game after after Flowey. Probably another ninety minutes or something. Really? Yeah. Doing what? 
<laughs> doing the actual ending. <laughs> That's not the end of the game. That is the end of the neutral route, I believe is right. Brandon, is that how they describe it? <clears throat> if you're doing pacifist, there's, there's more ending. There's a good amount more. And it's basically the pacifist route basically puts you back at your save right before the final battle. And it, and I, I guess it's flowery that tells you who tells you to go and visit undyne some somehow you're you're put back yeah, at I'm your save to... before the final battle right and you're you're told in the game to go find undyne if you want to do things correctly maybe it's sans or something that tells you i don't know seems like sans would be the right sans is kind yeah. of like what, what would you call that character um narrator what uh, mc like sans is like you're kind of like he helps you understand what's going on yeah 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 I don't, I don't know what you would call that. Vin should. He went to film school, so. <laughs> Who's, um, did you guys like, did you pick butterscotch or cinnamon? I think I picked, uh, I think butterscotch. I picked a butterscotch, yeah. Because I actually like butterscotch. Mm, I think butterscotch is good. I like both, but like so what butterscotch was the, pie would be good. What was the pie she gave you? Did, was it, did it just say butterscotch? Butterscotch pie, yeah. Because mm-hmm. she asked me and I picked cinnamon and she said, oh, great. But like you wouldn't be mad if it was yeah 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 same butterscotch and then when you get there it's it's like cinnamon butterscotch pie oh is that right maybe yeah. it is a cinnamon butterscotch pie I can't remember now hmm. but at any rate just to move past this there's quite a bit of end game after the quote unquote final boss flowey that involves you going back into the world revisiting towns you had already been to to talk to characters and you talk to Undyne and you become friends with them. And then you find Alphys and Alphys winds up being more important to the overall narrative, uh, responsible for allowing all the travesties of, of, of killing all the humans, all these, you know, all these years now to happen and take place. And uh, yeah, that's, that's the end of the pacifist route is sort of learning about Alphys's, uh, uh, scientific uh, faux pas and uh, fighting some ghosts, which was a little long-winded before uh, eventually reaching the surface with your pals via a number of cutscenes. Yeah. And it it was like gripping in a, in a satisfactory way for all of the uh, again, determination it took to get there. It was a, it was neat to see the, see it play out. I'll, I'll gladly admit Brandon, you didn't get there this time, right? This is you've you've seen the end like on a different time, right? This uh, the this is when I saw the end. The 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 other time I played, I didn't get the true end. No. Yeah, oh, so uh, you did. I the, went through it. Yeah. Okay. Jeez, am I like remembering everything accurately? Is it? It's confusing. Yeah, I so. mean, this was actually. I mean, to be, I, I it was a couple months ago when I, I I played. So. Oh, I see. I see. So not not this week, but this recently you've played it. Yeah. Yeah. So um. Yeah. Shall we uh, give our, our final yeah, thoughts on let's it? Let's give a give our scores one out of ten megabytes because of games, right? Sure, <laughs> games are filled with megabytes. How many dogs would you give this game? That's so freaking funny! <laughs> I love it, huh. Vin. Uh, Vin, yeah. I think that it is better than Yes, Your Grace, so I would give it a nine point two. But having said that. I didn't actually have fun playing it. So I think it's a 9.2, but I wouldn't play it. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. insane what you just said. All right. Um, 
I'm at a five. I'm a five out of ten. I'm at a one out of ten for enjoying it in terms of like my my enjoyment factor, and at a I'm at a maybe a closer to a ten out of ten in terms of my impressed column. You know, yeah. yeah. And then those average to five out of ten. <laughs> 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 what about you, Brian? Uh, yeah. No, I mean, I mean, this is yeah. I mean, it's a ten out of ten for me. Is it's one of very important game for me. I, I love this game. It's it's one of my favorites. I will most definitely play it again. It's huh. it's a game I can go back to. I think it's fair to say everyone should play it because if you do, yeah. if you don't hate the battle system, you'll probably end up loving the game. Yeah. We're just going based on a general consensus of this being very, very critically well well received that there's a good chance that you probably will like it, mathematically speaking. High likelihood. And here, we freaking love math. Yeah, especially Brandon. Math 55,000 is two buildings away. Hey, do you guys want to go meet up with Professor Schmates and talk about Undertale a little bit? See what he thinks about it? That freaking nerd? I would love to. (laughs) Uh, So that's going to do it for Podford Game Club. Next time on the old club, we're going to do a little game called Empire of Sin. Empire of Sin, see? Yeah, it's a mafia game, see? Yeah, see? Two of the three of us are Italian, so it's okay. We could make fun of it. Yeah, it's fine. We can make fun of Italians, see? Guess which, too. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's going to be a random game, but hopefully we pull Empire of Sun out of the sin, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Out of the sure, sure. That's what we're hoping to play, see? See, it is a game by (laughs) Romero Games, the... Uh, I believe the wife of John Romero, who is responsible for Doom. For Doom? D-O-O-M? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the original one, not not the recent ones. Anyway, let's hope uh, we pull that one randomly from the shelf next week, because that's what we're going to want to talk about. So let's hope that lines up. <laughs> <laughs> this has been Potford Game Club. I'm Joe Freshman, and I played Undertale to completion. I'm Brandon Freshman. I played Undertale to completion. I'm Van Freshman, and I didn't. <laughs> was hanging out in the room with Toriel, eating so, pie. All right, let's get out of this stinky arcade. University. For more information on today's show and the school at large, visit www.podford.com or write in at registrar at podford.com.